Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Friday, June the 10th, Friday after Pentecost Sunday. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 10, verses 21 through 24. Luke 10, 21 through verses 24. A predominant theme of the Gospel of St. Luke is the presence of the Holy Spirit, and with that is the related theme of prayer. Jesus is uh, very much a person of prayer, and he always prays to the Father in the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is present of course, at the Incarnation, through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Mother will conceive our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And Jesus, time and again, thanks the Father in the Spirit for the Father's presence, for God's gifts, graces, and blessings. At the baptism of the Lord, the Spirit descends like a dove, uh, and the a uh, great scene of the transfiguration on Mount Tabor. The voice from heaven comes and the spirit is present. And Jesus' face is as white as uh, driven snow and is so radiant and bright with light, the light of life, that uh, it overshadows everything. And so this morning, Jesus rejoiced in the Holy Spirit he rejoices in the Spirit. And that's very important because the presence of the Holy Spirit is that of the divine joy, the very presence of Almighty God in, within us and in our lives. And we should pray when we do pray for that rejoicing in the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit within us teaches us how to pray, opens our whole being to prayer. For prayer is the presentation of ourself before God as we are, without cosmetics, without rationalizations or justifications, but as we are, both in our virtues and in our vices, in our sins, and in our moments when we cooperate with grace. We come to our Lord as we are. But in the Holy Spirit, we do not have to remain and are not called to remain as we are. We come as we are, but not to stay as we are. For the Holy Spirit, the indwelling Holy Spirit, is the Spirit which transforms and changes our inward being so that more and more we become configured in communion with the person of Christ to the glory of the Father and the power of the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Trinity. And Jesus prays, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden from the learned and the clever, you have revealed to the merest children. Now that's a very powerful statement. 
Jesus begins the prayer directing it to the Father. And you have hidden from the learned and the clever. That is, the worldly wise, those who are filled with their own intelligence, their own wisdom, their own ability to figure things out. And yet, he says, that has been hidden because their, their pride of their own intelligence, their own arrogance of what they know, hinders being open to and receiving the supreme wisdom, the divine wisdom of Almighty God that is present in the person of Christ. Jesus is the wisdom of God in the flesh, the embodiment of God's knowledge and of truth, which leads to wisdom. They are learned and clever. They know what they know, but they are not really open to receive what the Lord has given. You have revealed it to the merest children. This notion of merest children is not chronological. It's not in terms of actual physical age, 10, 12, 4, 5, etc. It is the childlike trust and faith as a child has towards a parent. The parent feeds and nourishes, says many things to a child and provides for many things that the child may not understand immediately why it is good, why it is necessary to eat the vegetables, why it's necessary to eat the uh, food that's prepared before you have the dessert. The child wants the dessert immediately, but the parent teaches, no, we have to have this nourishment first, then you have the dessert, not before. And so that trust, going to school and learning things that may immediately not be evident as important. And yet the student, if the student wishes to learn, must trust and have faith that the teacher is providing them a knowledge that is good for them and that they will need in some point in their life. Learning and truly growing in wisdom requires faith and trust. We must surrender our own arrogance, our own pride, our own knowledge. The great basketball coach John Wooden once said that the most important things I learned is what I learned after I knew everything. You cannot teach someone who knows everything. You cannot show someone something who has everything, at least they believe they do. They are closed to the truth but children are receptive and trusting and have faith that those who are providing the nourishment of the body and the soul are doing it for their good. And so Jesus turns to the disciples and he says, blessed are the eyes that see what you see. I tell you, many prophets and kings wish to see what you see, but did not hear it did not see it, to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. No, 
these disciples, not of any great note by the standards of the world, fishermen, laborers, common folk like us, uh, we don't come with all the baggage of my profession, my position, my learning, my knowledge, my status in the world. All of that can be a hindrance to the virtue of humility, for it is in humility that we begin to have wisdom. Because as the great philosopher Socrates uh, advocated, learned ignorance, to know that one knows not, is the beginning of wisdom. Because if you know that you don't know, you can be receptive to learning, to gaining knowledge, and ultimately wisdom. So Jesus says, the learned and the clever, the prophets and the kings, all desired to see what you see and to hear what you hear, but they did not. They did not. It is to those with that humility, that trust, and that faith in the person of Jesus in the Holy Spirit, always to the glory of the Father. That is the beginning of true wisdom. And so we rejoice in the Holy Spirit come, create in us that, that heart, that mind, that is open and cleared of all the clutter so that we may receive the very wisdom and the grace that comes from Almighty God. So let us today, in our prayer, rejoice in the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, recreate in us minds and hearts renewed, clean of all of the baggage of the world, our own estimation, that we may receive your divine wisdom, your divine truth, your saving truth in the person of Christ. Let us be as humble, as trusting, and as filled with faith and love as a child so that we may receive what has been hidden from the learned and the clever, the prophets and the kings, but is revealed to us in the person of Christ. May this day we open ourselves to receive the wisdom of Almighty God. God bless you.